What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services. On the commute in Cleveland, Ohio, talking real estate, commercial, residential, multifamily apartments, buying, selling, leasing, and property management. So uh, I was doing a recording last uh, Friday and uh, now with the new format on Anchor, it's instead of five-minute snippets, you can go, I think, as long as you want, but we'll see how far they go. Um, and I got a call <clears throat> in the middle of how, when I was recording, and then when I came back, the whole recording was, was gone. So 13 minutes of ramblings. So I'll try to uh, recap all of that. So I've been getting a lot of referrals lately for uh, commercial real estate, leasing mostly, and then um, also tenant representation and buyer representation. People looking to purchase uh, commercial real estate for investment and also uh, people looking for their business for more space. Have a uh, individual who's younger gentleman, 28 years old and uh, he he did well with a uh, pizza franchise business opened uh, one and then that turned into eight and then his father uh, started with gas stations and uh, now they're teaming up together to uh, buy commercial real estate property so retail office mixed use and the like. And then another client I have um, is looking for commercial property on the east side of Cleveland and uh, Gates Mills, Hunting Valley, uh, Pepper Pike area. So higher median income in those areas. So uh, that's one. And then smaller tenant representation looking for 250 square feet um, for their marketing business. I don't know exactly what they do, but they wanted to have a um, uh, an office. So, um, so looking for them, and then you know co- the listings I have commercially are a uh, 10,000 square foot mixed use space with retail up front, a motorcycle shop in the back, and then professional services uh, in the middle. And then there's a second floor with apartments. So everything rolled up into one, which um, uh, I enjoy because I I get to touch all the different uh, categories of commercial real estate. So, and then still handling my property management business, I need to, I think I've been harping on this the last few episodes that I need to spend more time on the brokerage side of things versus property management. Although property management helps to bring in the business, um, I need to focus on brokerage because that's where you make your money more efficiently and in greater quantity. Uh, so there, there's sort of uh, a uh, paradigm of you got to do spend less time on par- property management, but uh, focus on it to uh, attract the business, but then also spending more time on 
the brokerage side of things. That's why you are accepting property management to get the brokerage. So uh, I think I need to, you know, scale up. I've been using an assistant for the past three weeks. It's been good, but um, I can't afford to use them more than 10 hours a week. Uh, just uh, setting up appointments, basically, and hopefully we'll use them for more uh, things. Um, you know, as as I um, uh, build the brokerage business and can afford to pay that assistant more hours to work. So they work from home. It's been a, a really good situation, um, and uh, you know they, they they know what they're doing. They're per, they're pretty sharp and uh, I can rely on them to figure things out with uh, not as much explanation. So, um, so we'll, can, we'll continue to talk about that and how that's working out and how I utilize that assistant um, and hopefully it works out. Um, let's see. All right, going in on the five-minute mark, it's uh, continuing to record, so I'm assuming we can continue without separating the segments. Um, let's see. So most of these are coming from referrals. You gotta take what you can get, and uh, you know, try to work as much as uh, you can with the volume that's coming in, and then uh, hopefully in due time, su- such as property management. That comes in on a regular basis and in, in uh, larger quantity so we can pick and choose who our clients are going to be. So um, we uh, can be a little more selective, I think, going forward. I'm not going to accept clients that only have one house uh, or one duplex. I'm going to probably require that they have at least four units or more to make it worth my while and then later on uh, require that uh, the units, the unit numbers need to be at least uh, six or more and then so on and so forth until I work with clients that have only multiple units. So it's just not worth it to deal with um, too many owners um, because it, it becomes overwhelming and labor intensive to try to attend to you know think of it as like a restaurant you and you have uh, so many tables we only have one big party I think then uh, it's easy easier to manage the expectations because you know what they want what they expect versus um, expectations from multiple different people unless I set the expectations for them which what I'm doing now and uh, we'll uh, try to utilize that to uh, make sure that you know I'm not uh, for example you know somebody expects me to call them back in less than five minutes or return an email in less than five minutes that's not happening you know I, I try to get back to emails within a couple hours or at minimum um, if I get it in the morning respond in the afternoon or if I get it in the afternoon and respond by the next day or what have you but um, not immediate unless it's an emergency it shouldn't be um, you shouldn't be responding immediately unless you know you, you think that it's uh, a value to you uh, from uh, your brokerage perspective or property management perspective 
that you need to respond right away or you're going to lose that business or it's going to gain you more revenue. So then it's kind of, um, you know, I don't want to sound like we're just in it for the money. I, I truly am in it because I love um, real estate and building other people's portfolio and adding value to their real estate investments because a lot of people are trying to get into real estate and property management and brokerage and advisement is, is something that people will pay a lot of money for and will go with you to um, uh, use your services for brokerage and that's how you make your money. So, you know, we, we all have to make a living and, you know, for, for those brokers out there looking to improve their business, um, you need to um, think about these things. So especially if you're not, if you're the uh, primary breadwinner, it's tough when you're building a book of business um, that uh, I'm still not where I'm at if I wasn't for my wife uh, with a full-time uh, teaching job and full-time benefits there's no way that I could do this business so we're I'm, we're also trying to figure out how we can help uh, brokers that don't have that luxury of a spouse or significant other supporting the household and also for benefits as well because you really have to and uh, have health insurance and life insurance and all of that stuff if you're going to uh, support a family or even yourself so you know, always, always think about uh, how you make your money, but at the same time, um, you can leave money on the table when you get to a point of um, satisfaction with the amount of uh, income that you're making uh, and the security that it provides. So, um, all right, I'm going to do a, another segment. Uh, we'll come back at you here uh, the, later on today.